Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. You're goddamn but right it, it is. Worse. Take two. Yes. Life is hard. And now for theater of the mind. Because we don't have video. Because life is hard. Because... Video's harder. I don't want to do video. It is. I mean, it's fun to do video once in a while, but God, if we had to do that every night, I'd set up cameras and lights. And yeah, I don't want to do video. Backgrounds. I don't want nobody to see me. You don't want, they don't want to see me either. I mean, you know, nobody wants to see my ugly mug. I'd have to shave. Exactly. Then I have to keep up appearances. Yeah. I'll be judged on my. So since we last talked, you've had a birthday. The um, happy birthday, by the way. The uh, thank you. We've had a Fourth of July celebration. Yes, that is my question. Is anybody uh, shooting off fireworks still over there? Not here. Um, not tonight. They, last night they just never stopped. I mean, well, they did eventually, but then some guy started right. shooting off a gun at eleven p.m. Open fired with a rifle. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Now, see, there's. I don't know if you heard, but in. Uh, Highland Park, which is a suburb of Chicago. Okay. They had a uh, a shooting. They just, 10 minutes into the parade, the parade had just started. And some idiot, who I shall not name, even though his name is actually written down right here in my notes, I'm not going to say this motherfucker's <laughs> name because I think they do it, so we'll talk about them. Uh, but some idiot, 22-year-old, I believe, with a rifle, starts shooting Killed seven Male. people. Sorry. Male? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you could say he's a Trump supporter. He was at a lot of Trump rallies, but there's some people that are saying that is not necessarily accurate because he was a nihilist. He belonged to a group on 4chan that discussed basically mass murder all the time. They felt like the only way to, ugh, I don't even know what their goal was, but they just wanted to kill everybody. Thanos. They're going to Thanos us. Exactly. But the guy had actually been on the police radar because he had threatened to kill everyone, um, and they took away his knives at the time. I guess he was a lot younger. I mean, he's only 22 now. But anyway, they didn't have anything to charge him with because he hadn't actually done anything. They just took away his weapons. But you'd think that since he had been planning this for the last two months, according to the current information we have, and he'd been talking to his buddies on 4chan about it, that given that he had had a record... I mean, we talk about... We're always, like, paranoid about the NSA is watching us, right? Well, apparently they're fucking not. <laughs> they're asleep at the wheel. If they are watching, they're not watching the right people. Mm-hmm. So this, that I could believe. This dipshit... I mean, I'm not going to say he was stupid, because I don't think that would apply, but he was definitely a nihilistic, you know, thoughtless, heartless son of a bitch. And uh, I do know his name. I do. I've got it right here in front of me, but I'm not saying it. <laughs> but the police arrested him without incident. He uh, he dressed up as a woman um, to get out, to get away. That was his getaway plan was to dress up as a woman so they wouldn't recognize him and just leave with the crowd because everybody was running. Everybody's running for their lives, so... So he shot he shot something like 36 people, seven of which are dead. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
but you know, I want to talk about there's there's a couple things that go with this. One is that there's a related, not a totally unrelated case, but there's another case in the same time frame recently that a guy whose name I will uh, say because he's the victim, uh, Jalen Walker, uh, was stopped by the police for a traffic stop, and, and this is really suspicious. This is so weird because. There were eight police officers involved. He was supposedly stopped for a routine traffic stop. He had a broken taillight and something else. Anyway, so he makes a run for it, and and they shot him. They shot at him 90 times and actually hit him 60 times. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> right. What while he was going on? While he was running away. Now, I, I would... Not judge whether or not the police officers had a reason to shoot. That's, I personally wouldn't think they did because he wasn't posing any immediate threat to anybody, but they may have thought he was. So shooting is one thing, but shooting somebody 60 times, I don't understand how you can justify that ever. I just don't see that. I mean, right. Once you're down. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance that he'd survive if they just shot him and then, you know, made sure he wasn't a threat and walked up to him, you know, carefully. It's not like he's going to, you know, whip a gun out of his asshole and shoot him, like, without them having... They're all... And and that's the other thing I was about to say, is there's eight officers shooting at him. Where the fuck did eight officers come from for this traffic stop? And why, if you're that concerned, aren't two of them over there in case he runs away? Well, or, and, or, you know, what I'm saying? You know they could take cover. So we've had several other cases, and this, this is going to take me to my next point. Um, there was a case in Texas where three police officers were shot. None of them were killed, thankfully, but they were shot. Uh, and, and there was a case in eastern Kentucky where three officers were killed and six others were shot. Um, I think in both cases the perp was arrested without being killed, but that's not where I'm going with this. Where I am going with this is at the uh, parade in in uh, in the suburb in Highland Park, uh, suburb of Chicago. There, uh, right. there was a, a big police presence because it was a parade. There was police. There were firefighters. You know, etc. And and in the case where the police officers got shot, obviously there were cops there because the cops got shot. So what I want to throw out here is that this good guy with a gun thing isn't really working out for us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and and then I want to throw in there that uh, you know that that they, well that I've already said that that they they arrested these people without killing them, which is. It just seems to be, and, and I know this could be coincidence. It's not always this way, but but if you're not black, you get arrested, and if you're black, it doesn't matter what you did or didn't do, you're going to get shot to death. Now, right. to be to be Brad to be completely transparent here, he did have a gun in his car. Um, the the uh, Jalen uh, Walker had a gun in his car, so the so the police were justified in a sense of okay, he had a gun. But he didn't have it on him when they shot him, and he was running away. But my kind of thing there is, what happened to the Second Amendment all of a sudden? Right. You know, every motherfucking person I know now carries a gun. But if you have a gun, you're automatically subject to, you know, 
being shot by the police because, oh my God, you had a gun, right? Well, wait a minute. Yeah. And while I'm on the gun topic, and I'm going to try to get off the gun topic here, but while I'm on it, I think last week we talked about a couple of ridiculous shootings where people were like the guy that got killed for having too much, or two people at Subway got shot for putting too much mayo on the guy's sandwich, yes, right? Yes. Well, this week, a 17-year-old was shot by a 19-year-old for throwing water on a McDonald's employee. Oh, for Christ's sake. I know. I know, it's nuts. It's just like... And I've said this a thousand times. The problem is there's too fucking many guns. You know, everybody's got a gun. Everybody's carrying a gun or they've got one right at arm's length. And so the stupidest situations, these stupid little things that when we were, you know, when we were growing up, somebody might have gotten in a fist fight or maybe nothing would have come of it at all. But now you've got a gun. So here, let's just shoot somebody, you know, or threaten somebody with a gun and then the gun goes off and somebody dies. And, And by the way, when the cops shot at that guy 90 times, where did the other 30 bullets go? You know? Exactly. This is, this is, we're not any You're safer. depressing me, dude. I'm, yeah, well, we're going to, we're going to move on to other things <laughs> because we got a couple of things that are, uh, I know. I agree with you though. We got a couple of things that are kind of interesting and funny in a way. Um, I got some bad news about Schrodinger, the guy who's famous for his, the, the physicist famous for his Schrodinger's cat thought experiment. Yes. Turns out he was not just a pedophile. He was a pedophile. Like he, <laughs> yeah, he. Like, like pet-ophile? Yeah, no, no, no. He was a real pedophile. Uh, I wasn't trying to play with I words there. We were... Like he was like a monster pedophile. Like he was really bad. Turns out he, he groomed some 14-year-old that he was tutoring uh, when he was like 40 years old and ended up getting her pregnant when she was 17. And then he went after a 12-year-old. And the only reason he didn't, you know, finish the deal with the 12 year old was her parents were kind of on to him and basically told him, you know, you fuck with our daughter, you die. But this guy is, yeah. you know, the time he's in his forties, but yeah, it turns out he's a, he was a scumbag. So now we have to rethink <laughs> the experiment, you know, the thought experiment with the cat. You can't do that. No, you, the, we suffer from that in too many places where you throw out the message because the messenger is faulty. Well, Just some physicists for, are saying who the messenger is. Some physicists are saying that we still have to respect the physics that he did and the fact that he did some groundbreaking work as a quantum physicist. However, I'm concerned about the cat. <laughs> because it's still in the box? Well, it maybe never was in the box. Maybe he did something with the cat that we don't know about and said, don't open the box. Cause if you open the box, then the thought experiment is broken. I mean, that was the whole point is you don't know until you open the box, what state the cat is in. But I'm thinking the whole thing was a cover up for a cat that he did something to and didn't want anybody to know. Gotcha. Don't open that box. Which brings me to my new idea for a, uh, to be to, as a public service, I wanted to start a hotline for people who are addicted to asparagus. Okay. I think it would be a good thing to do. Oh, and we have to add a new thing to our, uh, our, uh, what, what do you call your extinction pool? pool. Your extinction extinction pool. pool. Yes. Yes. So it turns out that we, um, plastic is bioaccumulating. And by that, I mean, when, you know, a small, you know, a predator at the lower end of the food chain eats some plastic, it builds up in their system, then a bigger predator eats them and it builds up in there. Anyway, so it's bioaccumulating in people. 
And we don't really know what the effects of this plastic are going to be. It does kill some of the animals that it builds up in. There have been birds that have died because their stomach is full of plastic and they just didn't eat because they didn't get hungry. Now, I will say, I don't know if I'm bioaccumulating plastic, but I have not had a problem with not getting hungry. So we're calling this bioaccumulation of plastic. Of plastic. Yeah, exactly. So we're just going to turn into plastic because all the shit we eat is eaten plastic. Right. Right. <clears throat> because keep... we pollute the water. We're not going to turn into plastic. We just might, you know, we might get plastic in some of our organs or our intestines or our stomach right. or something. We're becoming yeah. plastic. Well, we're more plastic, yeah. So, Like we're made up of water and plastic now. So we've got... You know, one more serious topic to talk about, so I want to hit on the fun stuff first, kind of. Okay. All right. Um, I I heard in a rumor mill about that that Kate Bush, apparently, Kate's Bush. I mean, Kate, whatever is come back into vogue, and I don't know who Kate Bush is, so I just read that as Kate's Bush. But yeah, it's not. It's not Kate's Bush. No. I wonder if she's related to George Bush, though. Oh, God, you just ruined the whole image for me. I don't know. George's (laughs) Bush just doesn't do it for me. She would have been like George's aunt or something. But on a related Um, note, the Wired magazine told us to prepare for the comeback of the music CD. Oh, great. Yeah, because, you know, vinyl came back, and now they're saying that the sales of music CDs are going up. That is so ridiculous. And so, I don't understand people. They go through all this hard work to make everything more convenient. And you can have music on your phone and walk around with it on you your You can have music on your phone? Crap. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't know that. Yep. How it's does that work? the wave of the future. How does that work? I, can't, I have not got a slot in my phone big enough for a CD. You'd get it from the internet. Stream it. From Spotify or that, Apple that Music. That can't possibly work. Well, look, the Life is Hard podcast is not going to cut a CD and send a CD to all the listener. And I have, have never put a CD in. <clears throat> so I have never seen any of our listeners listening to our podcast on their phone. Well, they listen to it somehow, computer, whatever. That's really it's not on a that's CD. Highly suspicious. I I have everything on CD-ROM. I I always thought CDs were it, but anyway. So yeah, you were saying they've made it easier. Now you can do all these things that I don't even understand, and and they want to go back to the old ways. Just wait till they go back to eight track tapes. That's when I'm gonna go now. Eh, veto. <laughs> well, I, I'm vetoing the CD and the vinyl. I like CDs. It sounds better with the cracks and pops in it. No, it doesn't. I like CDs. I've always liked CDs. I was so enamored with my first CD. Um, God. So I had two turntables because I used to do some DJ work. And a microphone. And a microphone? Yeah, two turntables and a microphone. Well, yeah, of course. And a sound system. Pretty amazing. I had a a pretty... Yeah, I had an amazing sound system. Um, just just kind of put it together on a budget, but I found some really nice gear. 
Anyway, so yeah, I uh, had the two turntables and I had all the vinyl and, you know, and I would play the stuff. And then when, when I got a CD player and my first CD, I was like, oh my God, it just had so much better punch and it was so clean. And I couldn't understand anybody who said the vinyl sounded better. I still don't. To this day, I don't agree that vinyl sounds better. Yeah, I don't either. But, and CDs sound good, but... The phone sounds fine, and it's way more convenient. Yeah. Well, they've improved the encoding. Um, back when MP3s first came out, they were really not CD quality. The AAC stuff now is better, and you're still losing stuff. It's just the it's like the JPEG equivalent of an image. You're you've got some lossy compression going on, but you really you're not going to hear the difference unless you're listening on some really high end gear. Which we're not, because we're listening on our phone. That would be you, Yes. That would be most people now. Okay, fine. Did you know that a rocket hit the moon? I Yes, somehow I heard about that. I don't know how. Made a crater. Made a crater on the moon. Nobody knows whose rocket it was, though. It's a bit of a mystery. Oh, you told me. Yeah, I'm sure they'll figure it out. Yeah, because, the you know, like you said, you know, we're way off the rails when the day a rocket hits the moon. We're like, whose rocket is this? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so weird. Like, nobody, no, nobody's quite sure. Um, apparently, it was too far away when they noticed it to, to read the inscription on it. But, was it um, you? Was it you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's another funny little thing. It's not if really somebody f- doesn't come up here and claim this rocket by the end of the day. You're all staying. This isn't funny, haha. But I I don't know if this is something that we should use as as advice for parents or what. But so in California, there was an eight year old who was uh, in the river. You know, got caught in the current, was being swept down the river. How old? Eight. Okay. You and three for a second. Three adults. Jumped in to save her. Okay. Three men jumped in the river to save this eight-year-old. Well, it turns out the eight-year-old was the only one that survived. All right. <laughs> well, that's sad. Yeah, well, it's they were, sad. They were trying to help, right? It's that's what you get for helping. Also a little ironic because the eight-year-old managed to keep his or her head above water and, you know, and get pulled out of the river. And the three men who jumped in to save her went under and were never seen again. Right. And it's like, what the hell, people? And then and then what was really crazy is after I read that article, I saw another article in the sidebar where some man had jumped in to save his son into a, in a lake, and the son swam to shore and his dad drowned. <laughs> I was like, what is it with you parents? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if you haven't figured it out yet, don't go anywhere. Jeez, don't go to the parade. Don't go to the lake. You know what I mean? Like, just stop going places. Just stay Stay in your house. Or stay in a hotel. Listen to your music on your phone. Have all your food delivered to you. All your services delivered to you. It's, you don't need that crap anymore. Okay, but I've got one for you then. Some people in San (laughs) Francisco Uh 
were fined over $1,500 for parking their car in their driveway. What? Yeah, that's right. I've got the news article right here in front of me. It's ABC News. How does this work? Well, apparently there was an ordinance that they hadn't been enforcing in San Francisco that said if you park your car uh, on a pad and you know, in your in your, on your property, it has to be covered. You have to have a garage or a carport. Okay. And they just had a you know regular car pad, you know, just a concrete pad, right? Right. And apparently now that's illegal, so they got fined fifteen hundred and forty-two dollars. Jeez. And a two hundred and fifty per day fee if they didn't get get their car off of their car pad. That's nuts. Yeah, it's a <laughs> a decades old section of code that they hadn't been enforcing, and now the planning department decided that they're going to start enforcing it. Right, because they need the money or something, or because they're trying to impress people to garner political favor. I have no idea why they would do something like that because that's. Well, it's it's got to be something. It's more dangerous to park on the street than it is to park in your driveway. Right. You know, you think about as far as like being. Plus, it's my fucking driveway. You know, like. Oh, yeah, and these guys have been started, parking in their like, driveway for for thirty six years. We and, use this fucking holiday every year to shoot off fireworks and do other stupid shit and it really irks me because we're celebrating freedom that we don't have that's bullshit can't even park in your own driveway I know, I know. you know what i mean yeah there like, should be some constitutional clause that protects you from that sort of uh tyranny you know or the or the city says hey you know, you can't park your car on your property because this is, I mean, I understand that, you know, they have an ordinance or whatever. And so it's, it's technically legal, but there should just be some court that throws this out and says, what, what right do you have to even pass a law like this? Or stop selling the bullshit one or the other. I mean, if you're going to do that, then just don't fucking have your freedom celebrations and Pretend that we're, you know, adult enough to allow each other to do what we want. That's what Steve Bannon would say, I'm telling you. What? He would say what? He would say that it's all a scam. The whole thing. It's all the institutions need to be torn down. Well, that's how Trump got popular. I know. I know. That's, that's exactly how he got popular because the, the stuff he was saying, which is shit like that, is right. I mean, it's there's all kinds of bullshit going on, you know? Yeah. Like the problem is they're taking us in the wrong direction. That's the problem. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily oh, I disagree except that they don't want to, they don't want to get rid of the bullshit. They want to tighten the screws and make us live in a theocracy. I know. I which, agree. Which brings us to our next point that I'm the supp- actions are, are con contradictory, but yeah. Yeah. So the theocracy thing was the last thing I have to talk about. Did you have anything you wanted to throw in before I go off on a rant about separation of church and state? Rant away, sir. Rant okay. Away. So I don't know if you know this, but the Supreme Court recently ruled in favor of the coach who prays at the end of the game in the middle of the football field. Okay. Yeah, this, this is, is what you mean. The what when you say the coach, you mean the specific coach? Yeah, there was a coach who, at the end of every game, he'd go out to the fifty-yard line and he would kneel and pray, and his team, his team would generally go out and join him. And the school, this is a public was, public school coach, right? Okay, this, but was any anybody obligated to 
uh, well, he said he said they weren't he said like they that. weren't obligated, but the school that employed him felt that he was putting pressure on them by you know doing this because I mean you know let's face it if half the team goes out there or three quarters of the team goes out there if you're the only one who doesn't you're gonna feel compelled to join in right especially in high school it's all pure pressure right. Yeah, I guess. But also, I mean, you could look at it for training for when they score in the NFL because that they have to thank, you know, like it's practice. Yeah, well, you can call it anything you want. The, the <laughs> point is the school he worked for didn't like it and told him not to, and he took it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, no, you absolutely have a right. You have a First Amendment right to, you know, exercise your religion in this way. And, you know, and that's not... As bad in and of itself, but I don't know if you heard, there was a video where um, Lauren Boebert was doing her, you know, the, the, the wacko congressman from Colorado was doing a video where she said uh, that uh, she was tired of this separation of church and state shit, you know. <laughs> oh, She's like, the, the, the church should be directing the government, not the other way around. Oh, my God. Literally. Yeah. Um, but didn't they... So, I mean, this guy is a employee of the government, basically, right? Because he's a right, teacher, right. teacher at a public school. And they're saying that he has First Amendment right to, you know, his religious beliefs or whatever while at work. Didn't the same thing, didn't we go through this already with the clerk in Kentucky? She was refusing to sign some other bull, some bullshit or other. Right. Um, well, she might actually have a. Better, you know what I'm talking about. She might actually win now. I mean, this this is all because we've got these six conservative justices who are basically rewriting our entire legislative landscape. You know, we we talked about Roe v. Wade, right? Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. I mean these these judges are taking cases specifically for the purpose of of you know just right. to. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Of Christi- Christianitying them. Yeah, well, just, institutional Christianity. It's it's the whole you know Christian nationalism, whatever bullshit. You mm. know this this whole this whole movement that is a minority of the people in this country, but yet they're a very you know well they've done a very good job of putting people in key places. And one of the things that Steve Bannon is is trying to do is to take over from the ground up. He wants to get. Um, you know, these, these Trump, I probably don't, don't even want to say they're Trumpers. They're, you know, they're the people that insist that the election was stolen and, you know, that basically they've got an alternate reality. They're mm-hmm. trying to take over things like school boards and, and, uh, local councils and, and the voting, you know, the people that handle the, the, the voting at the, at the, uh, precinct level. You know that they want. They're trying to get all these people in these key positions so that they can basically just, you know, toss the government from the ground up, which is a pretty good strategy. But you know, if you think about how they've been doing it, you know, they've been working their way in with gerrymandering and everything else in order to get right. control. The fact is, and this is a fact, the senators from the Democratic senators represent fifty million. You know, it's not exactly 50 million, but about 50 million more people than the Republic senators represent because of the way our Senate, you know, is distributed. And we've talked about this before. You know, Wyoming gets two senators and there's 800 people in Wyoming 
And California gets two senators, and there's 16 million people in California, right? So right. You, it's, not an, it's not an equitable distribution, and so you've got a lot of these red states that have very small populations, and they're punching way above their weight. And, and these, these, uh, this, basically this minority is, is controlling our government and they're making their, and of course, you know, when Trump was in office, that's when they put all these justices in. And of course, you know, Mitch McConnell illegally, unconstitutionally held back a, a, a Senate, a Supreme Court appointment at the end of Obama's term in order to save it for Trump. And mm-hmm. all this stuff that they have done you know, has has just been working their self into power, even though they're a minority. And it's ridiculous because now the the marshal for the Supreme Court, there's some Supreme Court marshal position is to you know do something to protect the Supreme Court people, is complaining to like Maryland and uh, Virginia and stuff, trying to get them to to stop people from picketing the Supreme Court justices' homes. <laughs> Right. But the people who are picketing know what the law says, and they're tra- staying within the letter of the law. They can't. They can't. Like if you're picketing, you can't picket. Like you can't stop in someone's yard, right? But you can walk past. So they make sure they keep moving. As long as they keep moving, walking up and down the block, there's nothing illegal about picketing in front of these guys. But it's driving the Supreme Court justices crazy because they don't like this. You know, they're they're they feel threatened, right? Um, but you know what? I'm glad they feel threatened because they should. I, I'm not saying we should be physically threatening them, but they should feel that because they are taking over, you their know, power should be threatened. Yes, <laughs> they should feel threatened. They should feel like you know that they pull this shit that they're going to lose. I mean, we should be able to impeach them for lying when they were confirmed and all this other stuff. We talked about that last week. When we talk about Roe v. Wade. Um, but this the separation of church and state thing. I mean, that's what it all comes back to, really. Because it's the same thing as the Roe v. Wade. Everything that has been, you know, put forth by the anti-abortion people is a religious perspective of, you know, oh, we believe that life begins at conception. Well, no biologist believes that, you know, a, a fetus that's not viable is a life. It's not an independent life, you know. The we we have you know science that has determined when a fetus is viable and at what point you need to have a better reason to have an abortion, and that was what Roe v. Wade was based on. You know, it was anything up to twenty four weeks they weren't allowed to uh, to, and they still did. The state still made rules that made it harder to get an abortion, but they weren't allowed to ban it altogether. Right. So I mean, we used to have science, and now we have religion. And if anybody thinks we're going to be better off with mythology making our decisions, not only that, but they don't apply it equally anyway. I mean, you know, this is all for white people. It's not even for, you know, for everybody. It's So I think we need to add this to the list then. Because this can definitely make us all extinct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I wouldn't be surprised. Theocratic rule. How about that? If I was putting my money on something, I would say theology or theocracy will be the death of us. Because if you look at how much trouble happens in the world because of Muslim separatists and, you know, this terrorist group and that terrorist group that's basically a religious fundamentalist group of some kind, you almost right. never have these kinds of problems if it isn't rooted in some kind of religion. Yeah, it's exactly. That's why we need to just cut it all out. Quit believing shit. 
Well, don't believe in anything. Nothing. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I don't believe. It depends what you mean. Don't have faith in anything. I mean, this whole idea of having <laughs> faith. If 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 your definition of faith is the same as mine, which is believing in something without evidence, then you shouldn't have faith. Because why would you believe in anything without evidence? Because you shouldn't have faith, faith, faith. You shouldn't have faith, the faith, the faith. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, on that note, um, I'm surprised that rant went that quickly because I'm sure I could rant for hours about separation of church and state. But I really feel like that's going to be the end of our country. We, I mean, ever. It's funny because these people that that are right now saying that we're a Christian nation and we should abide by Christian laws hate the Muslim theocracies. You know, they just hate them. They're just like, we don't, you know, if if you don't like America, go live in the Middle East. You know, it's like, wait a minute. You're trying to make America into the Middle East. Exactly. And they're trying to have a holy war at the end of it. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is that if you look at at Christian uh, teachings, you see that, uh, that basically they want the world to end. You know, they, they, they're looking forward to this whole rapture thing, right? So, yeah. so they have no reason to take care of the environment. They have no incentive not to start a nuclear war because all this stuff just looks like revelations to them. They're like, it's all prophecy, you know? It's, but only in America could they be so arrogant as to think that if they're was a god in a predefined plan and all that bullshit that they could accelerate the rapture. Well, yeah, I don't... <laughs> we can make it happen faster if we take over. I don't know that that's what they're saying, but I do know that they believe that nothing we do can affect the schedule, therefore we don't have to do anything, right? We don't, we don't have to try to conserve energy or cut down on greenhouse gases, like, no, this is all part of the prophecy. It's all going to happen on God's schedule, therefore, don't bother, right. you know. And uh, and and I still think there is some self-fulfilling prophecy in there, and, that, you know, somebody's like, well, we're going to get a, have a nuclear war. Well, if we have a nuclear war, it's because God wanted it to happen, right? Let's not, let's right. not work too hard to prevent it. And that's the, the thing, is if you believe that everything is predestined and that nothing happens without God's approval— which, by the way, if you actually believe that and you look around at the shit happening in the world, you have to think your God is <laughs> right. a fucking asshole. Right. But uh, but that's what they believe, you know, and the God, God's got a plan and everything is going to his plan. And so if you believe that, then why would you bother to try to change things, you know? Well, but they are. They're grabbing power all over the place. Oh, yeah, that's because... That's what I'm saying. Well, that's because part of the whole... In order for end times to come, they have to turn us into a theocracy. That's part of the whole thing. It's it's complicated, but it's all bullshit. I mean, they haven't got a shred of evidence to support their belief system. The, the book was written to control people. It's that fucking simple. If you want to believe in a God, believe in a God, but don't believe in that stupid book. <laughs> Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse.